Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk some start sits for week 11 next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dave Richard. And we are talking about some start sits for week 11 of the fantasy football season. But first, I guess the, the, the question in light of Deshaun Watson's season-ending shoulder injury that we found out about on Wednesday morning, are you starting anyone in this Browns offense this weekend against the Steelers with Dorian Thompson Robinson starting? I, I think you have no choice but to go with Najoku, mm-hmm. who I, I think can still be useful as a short area target. That's how they've used him pretty much all year. And Thompson Robinson hopefully will find him the same way PJ Walker and Deshaun Watson did. And I think Jerome Ford is still going to get a lot of work. And so I don't necessarily dislike him. Mm-hmm. He's more of a low end RB2. And Kareem Hunt's got touchdown or bust potential, not really any more than a bye week running back. Which brings me to Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Here, here's the stat I got. You tell me if you think this matters or not. He's got two touchdowns, a 72% catch rate, a 33.3% explosive play rate, and 17.1 yards per catch when he's been with Deshaun Watson. Without Deshaun Watson, could be anybody else, it's a 39.4% completion rate, catch rate, 18.1 yards per catch. It's actually higher than with Watson. Explosive play rate creators, 18.2%. As many touchdowns as Chris Towers, as many end zone targets as Dave Richard. I am very worried about Amari Cooper having a four for 50 type day mm-hmm. with Dorian Thompson Robinson under center against the Steelers defense that's starting to bring the blitz a lot more ever since they got Cam Hayward back on the D-line. Yeah, we've got uh, the last time DTR started for the Browns was against the Ravens, so a very tough matchup. Cooper caught one pass for 16 yards on six targets. Thompson That's Robinson actually looked- the longest completion of Dorian Thompson-Robinson's career. That sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, he, he really struggled in his first start. There's no question about it. 19 for 36, three interceptions, 121 yards. It was against the Ravens, but we just we haven't seen much reason to be optimistic about either of the non-Deshaun Watson options. You know, I, I think P.J. Walker had a completion percentage below 50% in his two starts, so not much there. But, yeah, I think clear downgrade for the entire offense, even with Deshaun Watson not playing super well and – I don't think you can have much faith in in any of the pass catchers this week. If you're starting Amari Cooper, it's just as a, a boom or bust wide receiver three, I think. 
Uh, let's move on to some more start sick calls uh, not on the Browns, and we'll start with Thursday night. The Bengals have a very tough matchup against that Ravens defense that has been the best in the NFL so far. Uh, Tyler Boyd did have a very, very good game in the last game he played without T. Higgins in Week 10. Are you starting or sitting him this Thursday? I, I'm going to call him a flex, but I, I mm-hmm. like him as a high-end flex, a high-end wide receiver three. You're counting on volume to carry him to another good stat line, just like we saw last week. Season-high 31% target share last mm-hmm. week. Most of the targets are short. He's not going to get loose deep, but he is someone who can get loose deep on occasion. Mm-hmm. He's got that old man feel his birthdays today, by the way, 29 years old. Not bad for him. Uh, I wouldn't expect eight for 117 and a drop mm-hmm. touchdown. I think you're hoping for something in the neighborhood of like six for 70, 13 PPR points. I think that's pretty good. It does help that the Ravens are going to be down one of their starting cornerbacks in this game. So that's something to keep in mind that that should help Tyler Boyd. The only problem with him as a flex is just you don't necessarily want to start a Thursday night player in your flex just because it limits your options in case there's a late week injury. So that's something to keep in mind. But sure. If he was going to be your flex, you could just start him at wide receiver, and you know that's what you do. You never want to start your flex players uh, on Thursday night. All right, let's move on to Jalen Warren, who there was a lot of talk this week. You know, I saw some people, you know, making note of the fact that the Steelers announced Jalen Warren as a starter in huh. Week Ten. Yeah, right. It's worth noting Najee Harris played the first five snaps. He got the carry on the first game, game uh, play of the game. And Mike Tomlin, you know, he talked about that on Tuesday, and it was basically just a, we wanted to recognize what this guy has done for our team, the hard work he's put in. It doesn't mean Jalen Warren is the starter. He's right around that 40 to 50% snap share range every week. He's certainly more explosive than uh, Najee Harris, but are you starting uh, Jalen Warren and Najee Harris? Let's throw them both together because I think they're very similar in, in terms of your their outlook against this very good Browns defense. Yeah, it's not the easiest matchup in the world. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's one of the toughest matchups in the world, but we have seen the Browns defense. When their offense can't get anything going, Mm -hmm. they eventually break. And my guess is that that's what the Steelers are going to do. This is going to be an old-school AFC North type of battle where it's just going to go back and forth, low scoring, maybe a lot of field goals if the weather isn't bad, and Mm -hmm. eventually – Najee Harris will break through for a couple of decent runs and maybe a touchdown. Jalen Warren has given you at least 10 PPR points. What is it now? Five of his last six games and 14 plus in each of his past two. Maybe this is just going to work out where they just keep announcing him as the starter to the fans in Pittsburgh. And then when the game starts, Najee leads off. (laughs) Warren works his way in. He gets some decent fantasy production. I like him as a flex play and a bi-week replacement running back in PPR leagues. In non-PPR, I wouldn't start Jalen Warren. I would absolutely continue to start Najee as a low-end RB2. Yeah, they're both in the low-end RB2, high-end RB3 range for me, right around 25 to 28. Uh, And then the last one, I just want to make sure. We don't know if Devon A-Chain is coming back this week, but if he does, no doubt about it, starter, right? I would, because you know what his upside is, Mm -hmm. and you know that his role in the offense, it's not going to be one where it's, you know, 20 carries, although it could potentially be. But even if he's splitting work 10, 12 carries with Raheem Mostert, his legs are going to be pretty fresh. He should be good to go. Lots of upside, lots of potential for him. Uh, I would not hesitate to start him in the matchup against the Raiders. All right, that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more injuries for Week 11. We'll see you then. 
From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.